You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. 100.9 and skating on the Tide 100.9 HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and skating on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the, watched the workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run it back to the Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning and welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. The Martin Houston Show can also be seen on the Martin Houston Show uh, radio network at on Facebook at Martin Houston Fan Page. Also, you can find us at Martin J. Houston Personal Page, Alabama Tradition, Tide 100.9, X's and O's Sports as well as on YouTube at Martin Houston Live and on Twitter at Martin Houston 35. We're ready to get things rolling on this beautiful Monday morning. I uh, want to invite you to get in on the conversation. That's 205 302-9904. 205-342-9904. The Alabama One Hotline is open for business. So join us on the conversation. Uh, let's get things rolling. And don't forget, if you're tuned in on uh, the radio network online, you can always chat us up. Love to have you as part of the conversation. Hey, remember this, that uh, we can't do it without you, so we want to make sure that you're able to to be here with us. So go on, join us in. X and XSO of XO Sports will not be with us this morning. He'll be back with us tomorrow, as we'll also bring DC, DC Capstone Report into the conversation. But we got Mason uh, behind the glass, pressing all the right buttons. Good morning, Mason. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great this morning. Doing really good, Martin. I'm uh, excited to get into the show. You had a lot of good questions for us last night. I'm excited to get into them. Yeah, uh, if you don't follow me on Twitter, man, uh, you need to follow. I uh, don't do a lot there, but I'm going to start using that a little bit more to get some questions out there to kind of uh, help you guys engage in the conversation even more, uh, help you guys kind of see how my head be thinking and what my head be thinking sometimes before I go on the air. And uh, 
had a couple poll questions. I had a poll question and then just a general question. Uh, and of course, uh, as you know, in the Martin Houston show, we have an hour, uh, Mason and I usually prepare probably about two hours worth of material. So, uh, instead of putting a specific title out there today, uh, I just called it Monday Madness, uh, because we, we can review the weekend, uh, and there's stuff that happened over the weekend that I'm not aware of, uh, uh, that, that our listeners or you may want to bring into. And then there's other conversations around what I want to, want to get to. And of course, one of those conversations that you're going to help us out with this morning is without a doubt talking about, um, the, uh, basketball, uh, and NATO's, uh, this weekend. So we'll talk about that, but here, here's, here's, here's the guys. If you, if you don't follow at Martin Houston three, five, you need to go out there and follow it right now uh, and, and, and get in on the poll question that's running right now. It looks like we, uh, Martin, got disconnected there. For, oh, Martin, we got you back? Yes. Perfect. All right, we got yeah. you. Yeah, uh, non-title team, and, 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 and y'all bear with me. I have ordered a new router, um, so uh, hopefully that thing will be hooked in today uh, and everything is set up. So, um, But I, I apologize for, for that. But uh, the, the, the whole which former Alabama non-title team is the most disappointing slash frustrating? You can choose whichever one of those words you want. Some people look at it from a disappointment standpoint. Because, um, you know, you just felt like they should have won it and, and, and deserved it and whatever. And then the other one may be the way they lost. Um, you know, uh, could, could have you frustrated or who they lost to. Uh, but it's the 2013 team, um, the 2010 team, the 2021 team from last year, and the 2018 team from Tua Tungabailoa. So, uh, of course, we know 2013 uh, kick six, 2010 uh, coming off of Alabama's national championship team and having a much more talented team, Mason. So uh, mo- many people still say that may be Saban's most talented team. Uh, of course, this edition hasn't rolled out yet. I think this edition, the 2022, is going to have a lot to say about uh, talent on both sides of the ball. This may be his most complete team where he could have a dominant offense and a dominant defense uh, setting records on both sides of the ball. But 2010, 2013, 2018, 2021, um, which which team is, is the most frustrating? You know who's leading the pack right now, uh, Joe? I mean, I mean uh, Mason kind of surprised me. The um, 2010 team. More than double the other, um, any other other ones. So, kind of surprised by that. Um, I, I I was thinking it may be 2013 because it would have been a three-peat and who we lost to and the way we lost. <laughs> so, but, yeah, hey, listen, I, I don't want to uh, taint the, the voting anyway. So, go out to at Martin Houston 3-5 and get your vote. And then, like I said, get your vote in and uh, start following so you'll be able to keep up with it. Another question, I call this a mind wrecker. <laughs> so the, the mind wrecker today is two-for-one swap. 
uh, Mason, two for one swap. If you could pick any two, now I'm, I'm giving you a double. You get the any two players, any two players, former Alabama players from the Nick Saban era, and you have to replace you 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 have to replace Bryce Young. Now I'm gonna come back and pick Will Anderson probably tomorrow. Just give you a heads up, but you get the you got to replace one. You got to replace Bryce Young, but you get to pick two players, any two players. Who are you going to replace Bryce Young with uh, in the Nick Saban era? Uh, not, and if somebody want to throw in anybody that you could replace him with anywhere, anytime, you're welcome to do that. But love to hear your thoughts on those two questions right there on the Martin Houston show. So uh, we, we, we love to get you in on the conversation. Mason, I'm, of course, you and I got to answer those questions too, but we're going to let our uh, listeners get in on it. But before we do that, Man, basketball is, uh, is back underway, practice this weekend. Um, some interesting news coming out. Um, Nate Oates, uh, good news for, for, I think, Bama fans as a whole. Uh, Von Quinley on track to return. Uh, but it sounds like he may be able, uh, Mason, to return back to that six-man role that he, like, absolutely thrived in. Um, and it looks like he got some talent around him that's going to push him uh, to not just get better, but to be better when he gets back. And then Darius Miles stepping up as a leader, a vocal leader. Um, I don't know, you know, you can always take highlights and make a guy look good, but his three in the highlights that I saw looked like they were falling. And then, of course, uh, I guess you can talk to us a little bit about the top newcomer. We'll start that conversation, Mason, but if we don't finish it, we'll just carry it over into the second uh, quarter. You and Joe had a chance to go see these guys up close and personal. What, 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 what's your takeaway, man? Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo, Martin. This is a good basketball team, let me tell you. Let me, let me start, let's start, we'll start with, De- with Javon Quinterly because I think, you know, it's important. That, that's good, that's, that's good, good news that we've gotten from Nate Oates recently. I got to see him, he, you know, he wasn't practicing or anything at the scrimmage, but he did, he was on the court, you know, moving around a little bit, throwing, you know, helping assist practice and stuff. He looked, you didn't have a knee brace on or anything. He looked like he was walking around good. So, you know, it looks like he is, like Nate Oates said, right on track with in, with his injury. So, like you said, you know, by the time he comes back to this team, I think they'll be in a situation where he can just kind of slide right into that sixth man role and hopefully fit right in. Because oh, the other guys on this team, you know, you mentioned it, uh, Darius Miles. I think is is stepping up in a big way. You could he was a uh, he was one of the, one of the players you could hear. You know, he was constant communication on the court. You know, yelling at his hey, teammates. Before you go to Darius, let me let me go back to to get your thoughts on Quinterly. Do you feel like Quinterly was like pressing and pushing so much last year um, that he just wasn't able to 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 play? What what explanation do you have for um, you know from one year to the next? Where you know, I mean, think about the way he ended the year before. I mean, he literally ended the year before like MVP. Like caliber player winning the MVP at the SEC as a six man, and then last year um, he he just it just he just never seemed to be at the level he was before. And I've seen guys like that. I mean, there's been a lot of guys who they just they're not they're they're starters, 
but they can't start a game. They need to see it first. Yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> I think you can definitely say that for Javon Quinterly. I think there's an aspect of that to it, but I think it also is a culmination of, you know, you you look back to his first season with Alabama where he was able to play, you know, and, and he ended that year on a just complete tear through the NCAA tournament, the SEC tournament. So he ended that season in a you know very very high on a very high note, and then he comes into the next year. And you bring in J.D. Davison, and you you know Jaden Shackelford starts to move into trying to take over a point guard role rather than a shooting guard, and I think he kind of started to feel some people encroach on his territory a bit, and started to overcompensate for it by, you know, just uh, kind of playing sloppily but trying really hard. If that makes any sense, you know, he was out there trying yeah. real hard, he just wasn't playing great. And yeah, so you think it comes from from him, you know trying to protect territory as much pressing was what they call it a lot yeah. of times. He seemed like he was pressing a lot more and, and sometimes taking shots that he didn't take at the six man and, 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 and sometimes trying to finish at the rim um, when he would have kicked when he was playing the six man. Yeah. I think um, that's a, that's kind of the impression I got last year, especially with, you know, cause obviously uh, JD Davison was brought here to play point guard. You know, we knew that when he, when he committed, he was going to play point guard, but you look at Shackelford, he was a two guard until last year. And then out of right. nowhere, he decides, Oh, I'm going to come back and try to play the one. And you know, that wasn't really his spot. So I, I think it was just, you know, it was okay. It kind of just got confusing who was going to be the point guard. And I think each guy tried to distinguish themselves in a different way. And it didn't really work out for any of them. Excuse me. Um, do you think I tell you what, let's get the break here and then we'll come back, get the Dar uh Darius Miles conversation. That 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 top newcomer that you almost jumped out of your seat when I mentioned his name. So they'll have to come back to hear that. And also just to kind of finish up on the um the thing, do you think Nate Oates and them promised Shaq something to come back? And is that why he was trying to play that one position? So um, was that part of the deal, that that sweetened the deal pot that met, at, got him to come back? I mean, because like you said, he he had played the two, it never been a one, but but there was like three guys out there battling to be the number one one, and none of them played it really well last year. And I think you have to have a a top notch one in NATO's system. Uh, also, as we go to break here, want to remind you, got a couple questions out there, poll questions out there for you. Uh, Bama Nation, we are going to get to some football conversation uh, when we when we uh, return. Uh, if you, your mind record question for the day is a two-for-one swap, if you could pick any two former Alabama players in the Nick Saban era to replace Bryce Young. That's right, I'm giving you two-for-one which two players would you pick if you had to give up Bryce Young uh, in a two-for-one swap or trade? That's your mind record for the day. And then also, which Alabama non-title national championship team is the most disappointing? The 2010 team, some consider is most talented. 2013, of course, we know the kick six. And then, of course, 2018, uh, the disappointing loss uh, to the um, what were those guys? Uh, oh, Clemson, Clemson Tiger, yeah. And then twenty twenty one, last year's uh, loss to the um, Georgia Bulldogs. And think about that—that's four championships or four teams 
that easily could have been champion to add to Nick Saban's um, six. Wow. What a what a run we're on here at Bama. We need you to get in on the conversation, and we'll give you a chance to do that right here on the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Everything pretty quiet on the roadways this Monday morning. If you see conditions throughout the day that folks need to hear about, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. It's a brand new month, brand new deals, brand new savings from your hometown dealer. Towns and Nissan of Tuscaloosa, and I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Another very humid day today, a mixture of clouds and sunshine with scattered showers and storms around, especially this afternoon and this evening. The high today, 90, tonight's low 71. Tomorrow, partially sunny with scattered showers and storms, the high 91. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 75 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Sound of Bama Sports, your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show, on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show of Tide 100.9. Hey, don't forget to go check out uh, Alabama One. Alabama One, your uh, home for great loans, uh, great products and services, uh, great member service, uh, great uh, financial wellness. Uh, uh, just a few of our uh, governing principles and pillars how we do things, great corporate governance, and so on and so forth. So it is absolutely a great place to go. And, hey, why you have to go check out uh, the more trucks for your buck and more car for your cash. That's right. You can get uh, the lowest interest rate, uh, interest rate as low as 1.99 by going with the 36-month term. Or if you're wanting to get that payment as low as possible versus interest rate, uh, you can get that down to uh, – uh, a, a nice price uh, by going out 84 months on a used vehicle. And yes, don't drive off the road in your car. Make that you trade in 96 months on a new one. That's right up to 84 on a used, 96 on new. And that's all at Alabama One. And while you're there, check out Alabama One Insurance. Uh, click on the banner. Uh, go to alabamaone.org and uh, you'll be able to access both of those great products. All right. Hey, uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, yesterday, uh, Mason, um, I had an opportunity to have, uh, uh, a gentleman come join me at my church yesterday. Um, 
a, a singer, uh, used to sing, um, with, uh, Gold City and the Wilburns, his family name. And he's a Tennessee fan. Okay. So he's trying to slip in here on my show this morning, uh, with a Tennessee question. What Alabama coach never beat General Nalen? Uh, General Bob Nalen. So he, yeah, so, so if anybody's wondering about that question, that's, that's a Tennessee guy asking that question. And I think the answer is Coach Brian. I don't know. I, I have to go look that up, uh, and see, but, um, uh, glad, always glad to be adding people into the conversation. Uh, we had a Kendrick Spear and I liked him, uh, a little bit when he left yesterday, Mason, because he was a fullback. But I don't, I don't, I don't know if I like him now. So. <laughs> well, we got to feel bad Go for him. You know, he's a Tennessee fan. We got to cut him a little slack. <laughs> That's true. That's hey, 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 hey. I'm gonna flip the question on him real quick before we get into that conversation. Hey, um, uh, what? Oh, you can't say coach. You have to say coaches. What coaches? <laughs> has not beat Nick Saban. <laughs> it's too many to name. Huh? It's too many to name. Can't yeah, even that's right. all of them. We, we don't, this is only an hour's program, so we cannot name all the coaches that have not beat Nick Saban. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Mason, uh, let's get back to that conversation we were having. His response, even the Tennessee fans said, just answer it with a bunch. You got to, got to love that, uh, uh, Mason. That's a great answer. A bunch. Uh, anyway, man, hey, let's, we were talking basketball with the break there. Real quick question to circle back was, do you think that, uh, that, that, that the Quinterly, not the Quinterly, but the, uh, deal with, uh, the guard situation was part of that, part of NATO's promise to maybe get one of those guys to come back last year? I think it's very likely. You know, I, I'm not sure either way, obviously, but I think that is something that Jaden Shackelford made very clear he wanted to do. You know, uh, I think to it was help his crop. Yeah, I think he made it very clear that he wanted to. He wanted an opportunity to go to the NBA, and that was you know his only real opportunity to do so was at the one. Yeah. So when he yeah. came back to Alabama, I think that was you know it was that was what he was going to do, and. <laughs> It didn't work mm. out, obviously. We, we see what happened last year. Personally, I don't think I would have ever let Jaden Shackelford play the one guard, but if that was the only way to get him back, I guess that's the way it was. Uh, I think uh, I think looking back, Nate Oates probably regrets that if that was the choice he made. Uh, but we move mm. into this season. You know, we, we've got a just purely top-to-bottom talent-wise, I think this year's team is looking a lot better than last year. So he, is, uh, he has rebounded nicely. Yes, and, and that's what you want to see, man. If you really think about it, I'm not sure that 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 Nate Oates and Saban aren't running as close as possible on a track. Uh, meaning Nate Oates is taking basketball where it hadn't been in a long time. Had a had a had a setback year, a disappointing year. Wouldn't you say we had a you know? Of course, Saban won a championship in 20, 2009, but that 2010 team uh, was very disappointing. Um, in its results. Uh, and right now, if you go back the poll question out at, at Martin Houston 3 5, it's the most disappointing and frustrating team that people have under the Saban era that didn't win a title 2010, 2013, 2018, 2021. That's kind of what we're coming off of last year. That's, and then what did Nick Saban do after that? He went on to lead what one, two, and was probably one second. Uh, from winning three national titles. 
Is 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 that what you saw? NATO's not necessarily national title, but you know, is this the team that you think can get us into a elite eight, final four type of talent? Way too early, make that prediction. But what you saw in Darius Miles uh, taking the leadership role and other guys. Absolutely. I think this team has, I think this team absolutely has the talent to be, you know, to make a Final Four run. And I think when we compare kind of, when we compare Nick Saban and Nate Oates, I think it's important to, you know, the, the, to kind of compare the accomplishments relatively because, you know, in football, right, right. Mm-hmm. In, in basketball, look, it's hard to win a championship in football. Don't get me wrong, but in basketball, it's a whole different beast. You got to win that entire tournament. I mean, it's 64 teams. You got to win a whole tournament. So, you know, when you look at their accomplishments, I think what Nate Oates has done relative to kind of, you know, the, the difficulty of winning a title in basketball is, is really, really impressive. And it's almost on par with what Saban did at Alabama. Obviously, you know, it, two titles in the first however many years was very, very incredible and will probably not be matched by Nate Oates. But this is a team that can easily, I think, make a Final Four run with the amount of talent they have. It's just whether or not they can you know, kind of put it all together. And you mentioned Darius well, Miles. I think he's someone who is going to help bring it together a lot. He, uh, he was a very obvious – it's very obvious he has stepped up as a leader big time on this team. Yeah, and, and you know, when we think about this, um, is – is, is national title even – I mean, if Nate Oates takes us to a national title in basketball or our Final Four, is that not on par potentially with even a two or a three-peat or two back-to-back titles in football? Because this is elite – I mean, Final Four – it's territory this basketball program has never been in and very rarely rarely even talked about having the talent to get to i mean it's been a few times but but so so i don't think we need to measure nato's success in the same way we do sabins and to your point i think that that um that is huge and i before we went on the air mason we talked about some conversation around football that we're going to have as we get closer and that is whether or not um, uh, who's going to be the top newcomers or, or, or top freshmen, et cetera. Uh, you guys got to see practice. Uh, and I'm hearing about a guy, and I know I've been teasing it, and so I wanted you to talk about it because when I said his name, you, uh, you, I think you jumped up and ran a sprint around the building <laughs> because this guy is that exciting. So talk to us about – What's the most exciting thing you saw uh, from Bama's basketball practice you got to watch? Brandon Miller. Remember <laughs> that name. I mean, that kid, it, I mean, it was unbelievable. He, 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 he's got the body. He's got a body like Kevin Durant. You know, he go, he just, he's so smooth with every movement he makes. Everything he does on the court is so calculated. He just, he works through the defense like it's butter. I mean, it was, it was really like, it was really amazing to watch him work. I think, uh, you know, he, He's probably the only guy on the team that I think has the green light to shoot mid-range shots because every one of them falls. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I saw him miss. Yeah, it, yeah. Didn't, he, didn't he have 30 points? He had 30 uh, points in, in that it, scrimmage. I yeah. can't remember the last time I saw an Alabama player score 30 points. I mean, it was yeah. unbelievable. He was just from, I mean, one end to the other. He was just dominating on both sides of the floor. He's so lengthy. He's such a, you know, such a long athletic defender. He clogs up the lane. He comes down on the other side, and he he, he tears through the lane. It's, it was really incredible. Yeah, and that's what I was going to ask you. Uh, the, the offensive things kind of speak for themselves. Um, 
in, in terms of I heard that he's a pretty fluid passer for a guy of his size, uh, and you hit it already. He can finish uh, behind the three. I mean, he can he can shoot behind the three, uh, and he's a drive threat drive with his size against the typical um, typical you know, big man that, that'll be on him. Yeah, I mean, he was just scoring. But he can finish and pull up. I mean, it, it sounded like on the offense he could do it all. But is he a complete player on the other end as well? His defense, he was a stout defender from what I saw. He's very aggressive on the boards, too, on the defensive end. You know, he was in there on uh, – you know, you look you look down. Anytime there, there was a, a shot going up, Brandon Miller was right down there ready to try to rebound it. So, he is he is very aggressive on that end. I'm What what he can do for this basketball team is, ooh, he's got me very excited and jazzed up for this season. Let me ask you, anybody else other than, you know, like we said, Darius Miles, and they, they show, like I said, I saw some of his highlights and – and you could hear him, you know, talking and encouraging the guy. It was a to me, it was a very positive um, form of leadership, meaning encouraging the guys, mm-hmm. um, agging them on. Uh, you know, not in the sense of negative, but hey, come on, guys, let's go, let's go. Yeah, he was um, cutting up, laughing, it, you know, jumping around, yeah. bouncing around the whole time. Yeah, um, one he, guy I want to mention. Was, go ahead. Is Jaden Bradley, a new point guard, freshman point guard. I mean, that kid, he's like a pit bull in the lane. He okay. Just, he played so hard, and he drives to the basket so aggressively. I think, you know, he struggled a little bit with the with actually finishing at the rim on some drives, but, I mean, he was getting to the basket almost any time he wanted to. It was, you know, if he polishes, up, polishes it up a little bit, he's going to be a very, very good player. Yes, that's awesome. Uh uh, C.J. Watson said, uh, man, excited to see this basketball team hit the court. Glad to see Miles take step, take the step forward. And so with about 10 O's, glad to see someone be a vocal leader. It was painful to see no one step up last year. And then, of course, to your 30-point threat, uh, when you said that, I thought about Sexton, and he said there hasn't been a 30-point threat uh, since Sexton. And then this is a follow-up question, then we'll get the break here. Um uh, Watson said, "If he's aggressive, Miller will have to keep out of foul trouble. Is he aggressive, but but smart and careful, or is he wild and aggressive? What, what I mean, what did you see? Because there's two different ways to be aggressive. Yeah, let me uh, let me you know kind of make it clear that yes, he was aggressive, but he was you know he, he, I don't remember him getting a lot of fouls. You know they were, they had referees yeah. on the court and they were calling fouls normally like they would in a game and." I don't recall Brandon Miller being whistled very often. So he, he is an aggressive defender, but not so much so that he's fouling constantly or anything like that. Right. If you have good footwork, good balance, you know, good hand-eye coordination, quick hands, uh, and, and, and to me it sounds like your aggressiveness is also not just the way he defends uh, the player, but how he attacks the boards, which is uh, – which is, you know, something that we can use to have a couple guys who hit the boards hard. And because last year, man, we got killed on offensive rebounds uh, by the uh, our opponent. We so. did. And before we move on, one more thing I really do want to no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you know, you mentioned getting killed on the boards last year. Charles Bediaco has beefed up big time. He is, oh, wow. uh, he has put on he has put on a little bit of weight. He was looking pretty big out there, and he was a uh, he he looked pretty strong. Oh, angry Chuck, I think is going to be a little bit angrier this year. Yeah, man, you yeah. – <laughs> all right, so you got us excited, Mason. So we'll have to, we'll have to keep, uh, keep, keep that conversation going um, uh, 
despite rolling the football season, it, 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 to me, I love basketball. And I don't know if I've said it since you've been my producer, Mason, but uh, I'm, a, I'm a basketball player trapped in a football player's body. Man, if, if, if I, if I could have fooled around and been, you know, uh, six, six, uh, uh, maybe I'd been the next Barkley. Uh, but, uh, who, who knows, man? I, I loved, uh, basketball, uh, and still do to this day, love watching the game, love, you know, breaking down the game. Uh, and so, so much fun and, and excited that our team may have an opportunity to do something special. Uh, Jonathan Wilborn saying basketball is a, Whole different beast in basketball. The talent level per team is spread more evenly from team to team. SEC, ACC, Big Ten, et cetera. Then you have to have a smaller school that can even compete uh, year in and year out, like the Xavier's and Butler's. And don't forget Gonzaga, who's turned into a beast. Even still, uh, when it gets to the Final Four, you have to get past the Kentuckys, North Carolinas, and Kansas. That's true. Knowing how to coach a team to the Final Four. It's a tough, tough road. And can Nate Oates get Bama to the mountaintop? Well, it starts with talent, um, Mason, and it sounds like he's done a good job getting the talent. Now let's see if they can coach it up, grow as leaders, and then execute on the court. Got the right style, got the talent, and I believe we have the coach. Will Alabama ascend to a place it's never been in basketball? We'll watch it and keep you up to date right here on the Martin Houston Show. Coming back on the other side, hey, we got those two questions out there. Uh, what's the most disappointing team uh, of the Nick Saban era uh, in 2010, 2013, 2018, 2021, and, and which Bama player two Bama players the mind wrecker question of the day a two-for-one swap which guy uh which guys would you trade out for Bryce Young you can pick any two I'd like to hear from you phone lines are open 205-342-9904 this is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update with your Tide Sports Update, I'm Mason Woods. Former Crimson Tide linebacker Reuben Foster earned a tryout with the Seattle Seahawks this past week. Foster is attempting an NFL comeback after not playing since 2018. The former five-star has worked out with the Washington Commanders and San Francisco 49ers as well. The Alabama men's basketball team is preparing for its trip to Europe. The team departs from Tuscaloosa on Friday, August 5th, and will play one game in Spain and two in France. In other Crimson Tide basketball news, head coach Nate Oates says the team is hoping to get Javon Quinterly back by SEC play. Oates said the point guard is right on pace with his recovery. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. Run it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double 
the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904. Tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. I want to remind you to go check out Taco Casa. Taco Casa as a great opportunity um, for you to um, make a great choice for lunch and dinner. That's Taco Casa, tacocasa.com. The best, the best option for uh, you getting in and out and washing down some Mexican food with some great sweet tea. That's Taco Casa, tacocasa.com. All right. Of course, you, you know, like I said, I always try to do uh, have a, enough information to, to cover several shows. And it looks like we may end up running uh, just with the, the 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 mind wrecker for today question. And and we'll kick the, the can, give you a little chance to think about the 2010, 2013, 2018 and 2021 team. Which one of those was the most disappointing Nick Saban team uh, that didn't win a title uh, of those four. Right now, 2010 uh, outpacing uh, the competition. Uh, is, I think many Bama fans got a taste of a championship in 2009. <laughs> 2009 and um, <laughs> Mason and, 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 and was like, oh, my God, we won it a year early. We're going to be right next year and mm one of the few teams in the Nick Saban era that lost two games in a season before uh, losing their second one in the national championship game um, or the playoffs. So it may be since 2009, it may be the only team that lost two regular season games as you think about it. So uh, go follow at Martin Houston three, five, you can get that question as well as other questions and the other question out there is a mind record question of the day two for one swap 
What two Bama players on the Nick Saban era would you trade for Bryce Young? We're getting that that question out there. But before we move on, Curtis Moore the second reminding us, Mason, since we had a basketball conversation going on the first two uh, quarters, uh, wishing a rest in peace uh, to the great legend Bill Russell. Uh, you know, it's funny how people always talk about Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player because he was undefeated um, in championship games. But they, but very seldom do they say Bill Russell and this dude won eight in a row and eleven total and two as a player coach. <laughs> so uh, I don't know how we give Michael Jordan the greatest as based on championships. Uh, and 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 Bill Russell's not up there. But hey, listen, it's all about the era in which you grew up in. Uh, and no player, uh, I don't think in any sport probably dominated their era. Uh, as much as Bill Russell did his. So uh, blessings to his family, peace to his family, 88 years old, uh, a giant on the court, a uh, legend on the court, and a giant off the court in his fight to make things right for those who may be less fortunate, especially when it comes to civil rights. So I wanted to give a shout-out to that because uh, Curtis brought it up. So, um uh, Pat, hold on. Uh, we, we, we'll bring that, that, that into the conversation in a, in a moment. But, uh, Joe, I'm not Joe Mason, my, my bad man. Um, we have a, a couple thoughts here. Uh, let me, let me give you the first one. CJ Watson, uh, said, I will bring Amari Cooper and Devontae Smith back. I think that would make life grand for Jalen Milrow. Add to that a healthy running back room. You have athletic quarterback, unstoppable wide receivers, versatile running backs, capable tight end. Mm, that team could beat you any way it wanted to. Thoughts on those two guys uh, as, a, as a, a fair swap in the mind record Monday question. Yeah, that's a fine answer. It is. Uh, I think those two players would bring a lot to the table. But, you know, Martin, call me crazy. There is not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. There is no, not a soul I am replacing for Bryce Young. <laughs> I can't you bring myself to case. do it. That is, do he, it is, now? he is the best. I mean, not even a question about it. He is the best quarterback I have ever seen in the Alabama uniform. And there's no wow. no one no one that can replace him from. I mean, he is he does he brings so much to the table. There's no one wow. that can replace what he does. We saw. I mean, he, you know, you uh, I've seen a lot of people mention you know bringing Tua back or bringing a receiver back or maybe bringing another. But you know, Bryce Young does the best of what all of Alabama's best quarterbacks can do. He he has the, he brings the best of what Jalen Hurts could do. He brings the best of what Tua could do. He brings the best of what even like a guy like AJ McCarron could do back in, you know, he does he just does so much. There is no one that I could justifiably replace him with. You and, and you do bring up a great point. He literally does everything that uh everything that uh that all of our best quarterbacks, he runs as well as Jalen. He just don't run as much. He 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 passes. Uh, he has a pre, as pretty a passes to it. He's as smart uh, as um, uh, Mac Jones. Um, he he can he can he takes what's there as well as AJ McCarron did. 
So in that sense, I mean, you're right. Uh, of course, uh, Jonathan Wilburn said he, he would go outside of the Saban era and bring back either Bart Starr or Joe Namath. So, so he's saying he's not giving up Bryce unless he gets a guy that, that's a legend in that same position. So, um, uh, you know, <laughs> but, uh, Curtis Lewis has an interesting, <laughs> interesting take. He said Jalen Hurts and Brian Robinson. And I'll throw in Slate Bolden for a bag of peanuts. <laughs> I'm not sure if Curtis is just uh, taking a jab at Slate Bolden or or what, but uh, interesting, interesting combination. What's your thoughts on those guys, real quick, before we get to break here? Yeah, no, you couldn't pay me enough money to get Slade Bolden back on this team. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's gonna break here. Uh, we got, uh, CJ Watts said, I want championships and Bryce has a Heisman. Uh, but how many championships has he QB'd? Ah, so, uh, now, so, so CJ, uh, uh, you know, you, you, CJ thinks that, that, that we can win with less talent because right now to CJ's point, the most talented, top two talented, not execution wise, talented quarterbacks, in the Nick Saban era would be who? Tua and Bryce Young. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And they're the only two to lose in a national championship game. So um, there's a thought there. So, we'll, we'll hey, we'll, we'll pick the conversation back up on the other side. Pat, we'll let you get in. I know you want to talk recruiting, uh, but we're trying to trying to get this conversation uh, wrapped up here. So we'll we'll work in and, and, and then get off that topic pretty quick. But uh, uh, if you want to get in on it, hey, let us know. We're for those of you who are talking about the championships, we're gonna uh, kick that can to tomorrow and talk about which teams are most disappointing uh, when we come back on tomorrow. But for now, let's wrap up this mind record Monday question: What two players? Would you trade for Bryce Young? In traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we have a wreck on US 11 northbound just past Hagler Coaling Road with minor delays. Everything else appears to be moving well. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call 205 886 8886. Brand new month, brand new deals, great savings at your hometown dealer. Townsend Nissan of Tuscaloosa, and I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Monday morning. School bells ring in a matter of days here in West Alabama. COVID-19 cases continue to increase here and across the state. Alabama Department of Public Health's Dr. Wes Tuberfield is giving parents guidance on masking as students head back to the classroom. He says it is a personal choice. He reminds that children are not immune to the virus. Schools will begin opening next week here in West Alabama. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. I'm Don Hart. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbor's, 
then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. Keep it locked into Tide 100.9 for more of the Martin Houston Show with Martin Houston and X's and O's Sports, Xavier Houston. All right, let's get let's get Patty and Patrick with the Martin Hughes show. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, man, I wouldn't I wouldn't want Bryce to be anywhere else either. But uh, with Stabler and Smitty, uh, we can still win a national title. And uh, his ability to uh, run was incredible. The run in the mud, they got a picture about it, you know. But yeah. uh, I mean, I mean, I say, I mean, we've had great quarterbacks. That with uh, the right right wide receivers, hey, we could still win titles. But anyway, hey, but what I want to talk about is uh, is X Wiggy this morning. I hadn't heard him. No, he's not on this morning. But go ahead oh, with your okay. question. Well, well, my my, my question was Keon Keeley. We ha- we've got the number one JUCO wide receiver, the number one uh, JUCO middle linebacker, and we've got the top two running backs in the country that uh and to add to this, the number one edge in the whole country, man, Coach Saban is just absolutely killing it. What do you if, think? If he gets Keon Keeley, that would be a huge get for a couple of reasons. One is it would be a dagger for Notre Dame in their first year head coach. Um and, you know, this guy six five, two forty, I mean he seems to be the complete player, so it'd be a big get. Yeah, they say these Miles Garrett reincarnated. I, and I mean, and that's the build. Um, um, you know, six five two forty, playing a two point, playing a three point, fast, quick. You know, everything. Um, they showed some highlights of him from um, when he played against Arch Man, and Arch didn't like him. <laughs> no, no, Arch didn't like him. But, uh, all right, enough said, Martin. Good job. All right, all right. have a blessed day. You're doing a great job this morning. Enjoying the show. Appreciate you, Pat. All right, um, let's go back here. We have um, uh, a couple people on uh, Twitter giving us a few options there of guys that they would take. Uh, Chad Smith uh, saying Tua and Waddle. Uh, not a bad combo there. Uh, I thought this was interesting. One guy, Jacob Taylor, uh, went with uh, defense. Uh, Jonathan Allen and Quentin Williams. Uh, we're just going to smother you. You had those two guys to this defense. Uh, you may not have to score, but uh, a field goal to win. Then he said Landon Dickerson and Jonah Williams. Um, I was a big Landon Dickerson fan. I love the way he played the game. Not so much on Jonah Williams, but – 
the NFL guys liked him a lot, uh, but uh, I would not – of all the people, Jonas, Jonah Williams would be the last of the great Alabama offensive linemen that I would take that, that's been a, a tackle in the first round. But that – but that, that, that I'm not knocking him. He just – he was not one of my favorite players. Uh, Evan Neal and Barrett Jones by uh, Greg from Alabaster. I feel the same way about Barrett Jones. Really special player here, but um, – I don't think he was he was the most decorated and and I'm not knocking him, but I wouldn't take him over a lot of the not a lot, several other Alabama offensive linemen. Tua and Devontae Smith uh was another one. Minka Fitzpatrick uh and Patrick Sertain, two other guys. So interesting uh combinations there. Mason, who would your guy be? Oh man, it's uh if, if you had two guys. I let me tell you, I, you know, I, I probably would take I would take a Julio Jones in this era, Mason, bring him back to this era, and I would take AJ McCarron back in this era. Because I think AJ McCarron, um if he was playing in today's game. Uh, him and Bryce, I, I think A.J. McCarron could win a Heisman in today's game. And I think Julio Jones would hit, win a Heisman in today's game. They would be tough to stop. I'm with you on uh, Julio. I don't, know if I'm, I don't know if I buy into A.J. as much. Well, well I mean, but look what A.J. did when, when – I mean, is, is A.J. You – think, uh, you think Mac Jones is better than A.J.? No, but I think Mac Jones had a better cast around him, so he looked better. Yeah. That, well, that's what I'm saying is I'm, that's why that's why I said in this era, not 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 that I'm saying if you brought AJ into the era where they're throwing the ball, where Alabama is recruiting, um, you you put Julio Jones uh, on this team, uh, you have the running backs you have on this team. Yeah, I, I think Mac Jones definitely had a better cast around him, without a doubt. Um, and I think if you gave AJ Tua's cast, Mac Jones' cast, or Jalen's cast of receivers uh, and running backs, AJ probably wins the Heisman. That'd be my two guys. Uh, at least that'd be two of the guys I would throw out there. I might have some more. We'll get X X's thoughts on it tomorrow. Uh, Mason, man, thanks for that basketball update. Uh, today you kind of got folks, I think, really excited uh, about it uh, and about what's going to happen uh, in basketball um whew, whew. uh and cj watson throwing one in there to pull outside of the saving there i take zao and smitty <laughs> and he said mainly because i love zao and think he'd be great in this era hey listen we'll be back tomorrow for more great conversation don't forget to follow at martin houston 35 on twitter so you can get these mind record questions as well as the question of the day go check it out which team most disappointed and frustrated from the Saban era that did not win a title. I'm Martin Houston. That's Mason Woods pressing all the right buttons right here on your home for Alabama sports. Remember this, trust in the Lord always. Lean not your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Roll tide out there, everybody.